Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are, welcome to Two Men with a Mic. Good morning. Good morning, brother. How's it going? It's going, it's going good. It's going good. It's going good? That was yeah. a reluctant it's going good, though. <laughs> well, I was trying not to, you know, like say the same thing every morning kind of deal. Uh, but I guess it's not really every morning for me because it's only Sunday morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, whoa, what was that? Uh, my cat jumped on me and then jumped off. <laughs> well, the cat's so saying good morning, too. Yeah, that's him saying good morning. <laughs> Doesn't want to be left off. No, nope. yeah. has to be in the middle of everything. Yep. <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah, I love my cat. He's cool. Yeah, at least they know they care, right? They want your attention. They see you're distracted. So they insert themselves. Yeah, they do. Um, this this cat gets in the middle of whatever you're doing. Hi, <laughs> Oliver. He's looking at me like, yeah, what of it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the second thing of you texting me. Really? It just came through? No, I just didn't. Oh, you didn't clear it. It dings twice, yeah. Um, so what are you doing? Are you out in your backyard? Yep, I am. I am in the yard. Nice. Yeah. Jen was out here right before the show and she uncovered the chairs and watered the plants. That sort of thing. How nice. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Cool, man. Blessing yeah. to Jen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just sitting out here staring at the God's creation. What's that sound? It sounds like someone's digging. Oh, no. They're uh, cleaning their pool next door. Like, you know, doing that little basket thing. Uh, and, then, okay. and then dumping the the weeds back into the wilderness. I see. Wilderness. You know, the, yeah, because right behind my my fence is the like reserve so and meanwhile your other daughter is wrestling crocodiles in australia <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep did you yeah that and she learned how to i don't know if i shared that one photo with you but she's also like they have to like even learn how to put casts on oh stuff so they had to like put casts on each other Ah. And stuff but but yeah she's feeding the crocodiles that's weird how they put that chicken on the on the oh i didn't share with you uh the video she sent of herself hacking up chickens with a machete oh no i'll have to share that with you me... well yeah that's what they feed uh some of the animals it's either chickens or fish or whatever let me see if I can find that real quick. I forgot to send that's going to send that to you. Hold on. Hold, please. Hold, please. I hear the birds singing. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, huh? Bird, bird. 
Hey, while you're doing that, I'm gonna go grab some caffeine. Okay. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption, but guess what today is? Tuesday Rants with, you guessed it, Amber. Welcome back to the studio, everyone. Good day, mate. Good day, governor. Good day, podcasters. Okay, wait a minute, that sounded too Texan. Cut, cut, cut. Okay, hang on, let's try it again. Good day, mate. No, good. Good day, mate. Good. Gooding day. Good. Good day, mate. Mate. Good day, governor. Good day, mate. Good day, podcasters. How did I do? Did I sound Australian enough? Maybe it was a little too British. But honestly, I'm not sure. But I attempted. I may or may not be having Australia accents rubbing off on me. You never know. So, welcome back everyone to another day. Another beautiful Tuesday with the Chronicles of Aussie Girl. So, I think last time we talked, I had just finished up my first time ever doing beach yoga and that was so amazing and really relaxing and I got to be a tree um so that was really cool um after all that happened um the day after that I had another day off and it was pretty relaxing I literally spent the whole day at the beach um and grabbed some food at a local breakfast place I got eggs, toast, and then also a side of avocado, feta, and potatoes, which was amazing. And I even took the avocado and I made a little avocado toast for myself. And then, like, I spent the whole day at the beach, and then I ended up going to this burger place that has really good vegan burgers. And I got that, and I tried their onion rings to die for, by the way. This is also the same place that has the really good ranch that I like. Um, So I ate there. Then I was like walking towards um, my lodge that I'm staying at. And I passed by Nectar, which is the same place that we have in America. And basically, if you don't know what Nectar is, it's like this smoothie place. And they can put the smoothie in a bowl and like add fruit and granola and honey and like chocolate on top or they can leave it in the smoothie as a drink so I got a banana smoothie because bananas are my favorite and so that was good and it tasted like home um I'd like to go back there and get one of the bowls that are real cute with all the little fruits but um we'll see so that was fun um and then the next few days I've been working So for the last five days in a row, I've been on R1 rotation, which is reptiles. And specifically, it's working with the crocodiles. Um, So that's been pretty cool. Um, One of the zookeepers that I had for like most of the days, his name's Darcy. And 
every time I heard his name, I thought of Pride and Prejudice, Mr. Darcy. So that was kind of funny. But he's pretty cool, but he is like a broken guy, like stitched together because he plays rugby. And like, for those who don't know rugby, um, like they wear no padding. It's basically like football and our soccer put together, but no pads. And it just like looks like a really painful sport. But anyways, like he came into work one day and he had said that he had to pop two of his fingers back into place because they like were, got broken. And then he had them taped together and was like limping around. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. But yeah, so he was one of the zookeepers I was working with. Um, and then another day I got another zookeeper named Jason and he's pretty cool. He really likes snakes. So he, <laughs> he didn't like that I kept saying how much I don't like snakes. But um, he was still really cool. Um, and basically, we did a bunch of like food prep for the crocodiles. Um, so I had to cut tons of fish, which that is just not a good time. It smells so bad. And it's not even that I'm vegetarian. It's just that like, well, I never liked seafood even when I ate meat. And so like, I just don't like fish. And like every time I cut the head off, all these brains and guts come out with it and it's so gross. Okay, but thank goodness today was my last day of the R1 rotation for while I'm here so I don't have to cut fish anymore. Um, and then we'd feed the crocs, which was really fun. Um, and we also did um, some crocodile presentations, so like our zookeepers will like do some informational things for like all the tourists that come to the park about crocodiles. Um, we did some cleaning of some different crocodile enclosures. Um, we have to spray off this one area, it's called Predator Plank. And basically it's like this long thin bridge that goes over a crocodile enclosure and it's pretty rickety and like a little bit scary. Um, but it's huge and like every day it gets covered in bird poop and you have to like really scrub it and clean it to get everything off. So I've had to do that for the last five days. It's been insane and really gross, but it was a disaster when I got there. I don't think they'd been doing it. And so it's been like kept up like a lot better these past five days, but it's probably going to go back down because I don't know, man. But yeah. And then... We, for the most part, like after work, we'll get back and then my friends and I will usually end up go gra grabbing dinner at like somewhere downtown or um, they, we did find a Domino's here that delivers. So like one of the nights we got Domino's delivered, which is pretty good. Um, and then we also ate a couple times at the Lodge restaurant that's here. Um, we went down to the beach a few times. Two of my friends that didn't get to go with the beach yoga with me last time I went wanted me to go with them. So we, one of the days we got back from work, we decided, oh, today's a good day. Let's do some more beach yoga. So we went and did that again, which was pretty cool. Um, and it was nice going with some friends. And the lady who runs the uh, beach yoga was very happy. I brought two more customers to her. 
Um, so that was really relaxing and peaceful, and we got some great pictures of that. Um, and then also I've been having a few lows and stuff um, at work, and one of the zookeepers there, um, her, her name's Leah, and her mom is actually a type 1 diabetic too. And so she knows all this stuff about type 1 diabetes and it's so great. And I, she's like my favorite person there, like my favorite zookeeper. And her rotation is my favorite. She works with the koalas and kangaroos. Um, so I really like working with her. And she's like, every time like she comes by me, like if I'm not working with her, she's like, Amber, what's your blood sugar right now? And so she's like super cool. So these like past few days when I'm low, she like sits me down and like makes sure that I'm drinking all the juice and like all of that and like takes care of me and stuff. So that's been pretty cool. And like today, um, a group of us had to go off site to like a sister location of wildlife habitat. And she's like, hey, before you go off site, come see me. So I went to go see her. And she had literally gone to the grocery store and got me, like, all these different snacks just for me, for my low blood sugar. And she's like, I want you to have these. I know you have juice, but snacks can be good. So I was like, dang, that is so cool. Um, so that's been really cool, having somebody who, like, understands what's going on and stuff. Um, and then let's see what else. Oh, so yeah, so today we did get to go off-site to the sister location of Wildlife Habitat. Um, and it's, it was about like an hour away drive. And I thought we were going to be working when we got there, but no. They had a whole fun day planned for us. Um, so it's like a mini Wildlife Habitat. So they do have some animals there, like um, they have dingoes, some koalas, um, some Tasmanian D guys, um, and a few other things too. The only thing is, is that like the dingoes in particular didn't like look super happy. They looked a little sad. So I don't know if like, that's just like how they are or if it's because they're unhappy there. So that was just a little bit concerning, but, um, overall the, the park was really cool. And they took us on this tour ride through the rainforest in an army duck uh, vehicle. And that was really cool because it was like this car or this like truck thing that turned into a boat. So we were like driving in the forest and we had this like guide and he was like telling us about all the stuff that was there and all the plants and everything. And then all of a sudden we get to this huge body of water and we just go right in it and we're now a boat. We were like the Batmobile transforming. Um, so that was pretty cool because I'd never been on anything like that. So that was really fun. A um, lot of great pictures. It's so pretty um, and just like really green. And like the clouds are super blue or the sky super blue. <laughs> the clouds aren't blue. The, the clouds are gray. But no, it was like the sky was super blue and everything and so that was really cool. And then after we got done with that, that was like 45 minutes. Then um, the area that we're at is like part of um, indigenous people's land. Um, so the people like work there and stuff and they put on a performance for us, um, like this uh, historical dance. It's kind of like what they do if you go to Hawaii um, 
and like you have the whole luau thing and like the guys are dancing and then the luau girls so it's something similar to that but like a little bit different style of a dance um and it that was really cool and interesting they also had a diggery do um which was cool because i knew exactly what that instrument was when they were playing it because um we have gone a few times in to santa barbara to see um my dad's and mike's friends um play in their band grass mountain so that was pretty cool uh, but i do have to say grass mountain um has a better diggery do player than what i heard because um if you listen uh, because I did get some actual voice recording footage, so you should be able to hear that next. Um, if you listen, though, like, you can hear him inhale, like, inhaling for, like, air throughout it on some of it. One of the little pieces that he did versus the Grass Mountain, like, he does, you can't hear him, like, breathing or inhaling at all. It's, like, seamless. It's seamless playing. So I definitely think Grass Mountain is way better, but it was still pretty cool to like hear the instrument and everything. And I think it's a, I've never seen that instrument before Grass Mountain. So that was pretty cool. And I got all excited for the podcast and I was like, oh, I better like get some footage for this <laughs> for dad. But yeah, so they did that performance. Then they showed us how they um, would spear hunt. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then they also taught us and let us do some boomerang throwing, which was pretty fun. And I was in my group, I was the only one who could throw it out the farthest. Um, so that was pretty cool, probably because of softball. It's kind of like the same arm movement. And it doesn't come directly back to you like to your hand like they show in animations and stuff it does so like when you throw it they say to throw it kind of like at a one o'clock angle um and don't throw it like a frisbee you want to throw it like up and down not sideways like a frisbee um and so when you throw it and you have all that force it's going to do a circle back to the area that you're at but it's not going to come directly back to your hand so 
that was kind of cool to learn about and I really liked throwing it. Um, so that was fun. And then after that, we got to grab some lunch uh, at the buffet that they had set up for us. That was really good food too. They had like dinner rolls, a pumpkin squash soup, which was good. A whole bunch of fruit, pasta salad, um, like a little cheese platter. They had chicken, steak, kangaroo, uh, rice, steamed veggies, um, and potatoes. Um, so I, I didn't have any meat or anything. I'm still vegetarian, guys. I'm still going strong. I have not eaten meat once um, since April. So that's pretty good. Uh, and my sugars, with the exception of a few lows, have been overall pretty good. So I think that's been working out good then. Um, yeah, so then we ate lunch, and then we had some free time to just kind of rock around before our bus got there. And then our bus got there, and it took us back here to our lodge. And then we just kind of been hanging out and resting. We have a lecture tonight because... Twice a week, um, the vets that are here on staff with us do, like, a lecture with us. Um, so that's pretty cool. So they're going to do their lecture tonight on reptiles and nutrition, which will be pretty interesting. I'm not a huge reptile person, but it's still always good to, like, know about and learn about. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing for dinner, surprisingly, um, but I'm still pretty full from my big buffet lunch. So whatever it is, it's probably gonna be pretty light. Um, tomorrow uh, is my last like official day of work. Sadly, I can't believe how fast it went. Like I, I've loved my time here in Australia and getting to work with all the different animals, but I am definitely ready and excited to be going home because I do miss my family and sugar very much. Um, but it's still bittersweet. I can't believe it's the last day of work, like official day. And I get to do my favorite rotation with my favorite girl. So I'm going to be working with the kangaroos and koalas tomorrow. So that's going to be pretty fun. Um, and then Wednesday, I have another excursion, which you'll hear about on the next episode. And then Thursday is kind of like our last day at the work site, but we're not really doing any work. We're just turning in our work shirts and... They have another surprise for us, which you'll also hear about in the next episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of a recap. I fly out this Saturday back home. Um, so yeah, you guys will get to hear all about the rest of this week next week. Um, but I hope you guys continue having a great day. I'll chat with you guys later. Cheers, mate. Oh my god. But then, <laughs> you're already dead, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought she had to kill him herself or something. No, I think they're already dead. I'm I pretty just sure they're already the dead. Audience of Mitch's daughter Amber um cutting up chicken meat. <laughs> raw, <laughs> raw chicken meat in Australia before feeding that to a crocodile. Yeah, with a big old i thought she'd have like an apron and goggles or something yeah but, but she's like just full-on dex dexter i'm surprised she didn't use like a sawzall
<laughs> That's funny. You're yeah, funny. the things you got to do. Yeah, I think she was doing it with fish too for uh, um some animal. I don't know what now. Oh my god! And she's the big animal lover. Yeah, and she's a vegetarian. And now. she's a vegetarian, but she, maybe she's got a few anger issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna save that. And when she brings her boyfriend over, her for, like whatever, to meet the parents. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that. <laughs> Listen, before you get too involved with my daughter, there's something you should know. <laughs> She's got some <laughs> hobbies. <laughs> she, when she gets upset, <laughs> best to keep long, <laughs> sharp knives away from her. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Peaceful Amber whacking away on raw meat. <laughs> wow and so she'll come back next weekend yeah yep uh next uh next saturday night cool man her her study abroad adventure will come to an end so, so. it's been there a month that then then yeah i guess that'll be a month yeah seems wow. incredible how how fast the time has gone that's cool man yeah i bet she's bummed to co- well she's probably ready to come home now oh yeah well she's ready to come home after the first day but... <laughs> really yeah but i mean only i mean just you know we're a pretty close family so yeah she, this is the first time she's been away like that She's, you know, she's on her own 100%. So, I mean, even when she, when she's in college, right, we're only like two hours away. And when I'm at work, I'm, I'm, I'm like an hour away. And when, or if, if maybe a little bit more now, hour and 20 minutes maybe. And then Ashley, when Ashley's at work, she's literally only an hour away, if that. The way she drives, she's probably had 30 minutes away. But you know what I mean? It's a lot different. You yeah. Know, that's that's like, oh, I'll just drive over there. I mean, we could literally drive over there any day, any time. So, but her being in Australia, you know, there's no, uh, it's, uh, it's and they're in another time zone. So right now it's, Monday e let's see it's Sunday morning so it's let's see it's uh so is what let's see so right now it's like Monday at um midnight yeah I think let's see here because they're like 17 hours ahead of us so if it's around seven here then it's 7 p.m. there plus five hours so yeah she's sleeping away ah. she's asleep right now but it would she when she wakes up it's going to be uh i guess Tuesday. let's see yeah it'll be tuesday when she wakes up i think <laughs> it's kind of confusing 
Yeah. But, but uh, she's like a day ahead of us. Posting pictures, it's all like, here's this beautiful rainforest. <laughs> here's this beautiful waterfall. Here's the Great Barrier Reef. Like, I mean, it looks great. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, you know, just all the kids are off doing their different adventures this summer. And um, Julia started nursing school. Like, really? yeah, like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Oh, good for her. Yeah, yeah. So she she did the crazy thing of quitting her job and 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 going to to like nursing school for a year. Wow. Yeah. So she, so she quit her job. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy stuff. She'd been there a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she worked with your sister-in-law. Yeah. Well, good luck to her. I hope she yeah. she becomes a nurse, man. Nurses, that's a hard freaking job, dude. Oh, tell me about it. That's what, you know, that's what Jen, I mean, it's like, I'll, here's a little secret for, for everyone out there. If you want to truly know what's, you know, like if if you're in the hospital or if you have a loved one in the hospital and you want to know what's going on, you got to talk to the nurse. The nurse is the one that knows what's up. Yeah. And uh, they do everything. I mean, they, they're cleaning, they're uh, changing bedpans and cleaning sheets. And uh, it's not just like distributing medicine. They're like helping patients to the yeah. bathroom and like, my both my parents, God rest their souls, before they died, they were just in and out of the hospitals, and I spent a lot of time in hospitals, and it really made me appreciate nurses because it's a hard job. Yeah, <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, it takes us. It takes a certain certain person. Um, that's for sure. Yeah, they they they're they're the ones that deal with all the blood and guts truly yeah yeah and the upset families and you know um just 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 all that stuff i mean it's almost a thankless job you know people really don't treat the nurses super well sometimes mm -hmm. you know they act like it's their fault and you know and and the hard thing is is they're the ones they're the face of of the the patient you know meeting the patients but they don't have all the authority right they got to get doctor's orders or you know whatever and and so you know sometimes it it's not there in their control but i know that even jen's mom when she was a nurse i know that that like you know like at night and stuff she'd call the doctor and say this is what you need to do and yeah. she would she would tell the doctor what needs to be done and then he'd be like, Okay, go ahead, I'll send the order over. Yeah. You know, and all that the doctor's doing is is writing the orders. Right. You know. So yeah, kudos to uh, her for uh um doing that. I I don't know, I'd be too scared to quit my job and do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess I could go to another job, but that's not the same thing. Yeah. She didn't belabor the point, but I don't think she was very happy with her job. 
Yeah. So now she's on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you say? Chad went to Alaska or something? Yeah. Yeah. Chad went on a, they went on an Alaskan cruise type thing with his in-laws. What did he say um, about it? Was it cool? Uh, yeah, he said he said it was neat and stuff, but uh, um, you know it, they were trapped on a boat with the in-laws. So. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know he had fun. I mean, they're always you know those those cruises are fun. I did one before, the one that goes from uh, Long Beach right there, kind of by you, and then it goes to Catalina. And then it goes to San Diego, and then it goes to Mexico. Oh wow! And then back home. You on the ship? What's that? How long did that take? That cruise? Mm. It was just like three days. It was just like a weekend. Really? Yeah. Because the first day when you leave, you go to Catalina, right? And <laughs> and all that, which isn't very far. Then you get to hang out at Catalina. Then you go to sleep. And the next day you wake up, you're in San Diego and you can do whatever in San Diego. Um, let's see. Was that right? Let's see. How did we do that? Maybe we, uh, uh, let's see. So, cause it was three, I guess it was three nights mm, Okay, well, or something. That's so yeah, I because then the last stop was in Mexico, and then we you they just drove the boat while you at night while you were sleeping, basically. Cool. I used to work for um, a company that made um, videos for cruise ships, and and so it, what it amounted to was like um, our cruise shot footage of like they'd go on the cruise they'd shoot footage of the passengers and they and they they would shoot footage of them visiting the different destinations and then send the footage back and i worked as a video editor and so i would edit these videos together like if you take a cruise you're gonna go to catalina island <laughs> i could make like you know edit together like a little catalina island video and that's cool but uh those dudes on the crew, like the cameraman who actually got sent out to the ships to videotape stuff, they were so down on cruising. Um, and they were like, those ships are all a bunch of rust buckets. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I'm looking at what I just said, and I feel like it's in keeping with um, you guys doing movie night with me last week and saying okay we're gonna watch the outlaws and then me getting on the phone and saying hey you want to watch a different movie which i thought was kind of rude and now like you're you're telling like a perfectly happy story of going on a cruise and my first thought is oh yeah but it all sucks <laughs> <laughs> is this bad thinking is this like negative thinking or what um I don't know. It's just it's just a take. It's just an opinion. I mean, not everything, you know, is bad, but not everything is perfect either. Yeah. Um, you know, when we went on that cruise, I got sick. 
So well, that was then, the other thing they said that um, disease arises and persists really easily on an isolated cruise ship. Yeah, I don't know what. It, well, this was this wasn't because of of that. This was there was some kind of. You ever been in a camper? You know, and you know how sometimes it, it it's got kind of that 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 toilety sewer smell yeah that 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 certain smell so we had that in the hallway of our thing really bad and stuff and and i was complaining but it it was it made me sick jen jen says she thinks i might have been motion sick but i i don't think so because i've been motion sick yeah um but uh anyway to make a long story short um I always say that, and then I make the stories just as long. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice of you to say it, though. Yeah, I I, I mean well. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I, I went like that whole cruise, couple days, just not feeling good, yeah. and and that sort of thing, right? And so we complained and stuff like that. Anyways, turned out there was some kind of uh, broken pipe or something in the venting of their of their sewage and stuff and um they actually sent like three guys down there to fix it and the three guys they sent down there died oh my god really yeah from the uh toxic fumes oh dude the ship went out one more time after me yeah after we were on it and i guess those people complained too so when they brought it into port they you know, um, send some guys down to investigate and like two of them died. Two or three of them died. Dude. Yeah. So. Yeah. In real life. Wow. Anyway. um, All that fun stuff aside. (laughs) (laughs) So he went on his cruise ship. They had fun. They had to fly to, a, I don't know, somewhere, Alaska or something to get on the boat. Yeah. I don't know where they flew to, but they were up north somewhere. So, and then Ashley went to uh, um, South Dakota over the holidays to hang out with uh, Chris. So, dude, your new son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, rumor has it. We'll see. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it, all the kids, everybody um, off enjoying their summer. Dude, is South Dakota pretty? I don't know. I mean, is it like a forest place? I think so. Ish. I don't. I don't. I don't know that much about South Dakota. My sister and up in Oregon. And she's oh, is that where she is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You saw the photos on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering what was up. But I'm like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. All the photos that she's been posting, it's all gorgeous. Again, it's like forests, rivers. Yeah. Oregon is like that. When we went on that summer trip. Yeah. um, We went through Oregon and stuff. And it was, you know, it's got like the the forest with, uh, um, the moss growing on the trees and stuff, you know, cause it's so wet. Yeah. And stuff. 
Well, so I was looking at that like, oh my God, what are we doing here? We should be in a forest in Oregon. Um, yeah. But is the payback for that, though, that it's cold a lot and rains a lot up there? Yeah, yeah 100%. But do they have a warm summer, though? Mm, I don't know. I think so. But they have a lot of a lot of rain and a lot of it's it's really I've, I've heard people describe it as depressing yeah because of the the lack of sun yeah and and stuff like that um some people like that but you know that dude from nirvana was up from up there and he ended up killing himself eventually so i don't know yeah although there is a theory that he was killed <laughs> by the this the deep state again, like Kurt Cobain popped it, sold his soul to the devil, joined the deep state. They promoted him. They made Nirvana a huge band. And then they were like, you're, we have no more need for you. And so they killed him. And then they, they, but, and then they, that's one, one theory out there. Um, actually, and I think I watched like a couple of documentaries on like the, the death of Kurt Cobain. Um, and yeah, that's there's a lot of people who think the government killed him. Like they did, they killed Jim Morrison, they killed Janis Joplin, they killed Jimi Hendrix. Um, like all of those ODs were, there's a lot of people who theorize with a lot of evidence that um, they were all killed by the deep state. Um, and uh, it boosts album sales for the deep state. They make more money, um, turns them into like legends. And um, and then it silences opposition. Like they, they say that, um, okay, like Jim Morrison from The Doors, his dad uh, was an, an admiral in the Navy. And he is the one who started the Vietnam War with a false flag. Um, basically, Jim Morrison's dad went down to Vietnam on his battleship. And then he was like, oh, my God, we're being attacked, even though they weren't. And uh, that's what started the Vietnam War. They were like, they attacked a Navy ship. We better go have a war for the next 10 years with them um, so that the military industrial complex can make a ton of money. And we can decrease the surplus population too. So Jim Morrison came from a family where they knew about, they were deep state. He, Jim Morrison was deep state. And uh, he knew exactly what was really going on in the world. And he did not tell us because he was afraid they would kill him. Um, but he did a lot of good. I mean, he hinted at issues and problems. And he also presented shamanism Um as like a spiritual path through it um and so that that was positive but he uh, he started going out and bashing the vietnam war that's why they say they they killed him like all all his concerts he would go out and like talk a bunch of shit about the vietnam war and say that we shouldn't be there and and all this stuff um in his concerts so they say they killed him because he was just mouthing off too much (laughs) <laughs> Even though, but anyway uh, wow. so i i went off on a tangent but that is a, an idea that's out there about kurt cobain that actually they were like okay 
um, we don't need them anymore. And this is going to boost album sales. And, um, and like, he's the live wire and hard to control. So kill him. Yeah. Well, I know I, I read this part about that is that the, the naked baby swimming in the pool tried to sue him as an adult. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but well, for putting his naked body on the album cover and making money off him. Well, wasn't were his parents like, here's our baby? Well, that's what I thought. But isn't that like child pornography? I don't know. Can you see his genitalia yeah. or her genitalia on the cover? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. Um, I don't know. It, it, to me, that it sounds like. I mean, they were like, "Oh, we want to have a naked baby swimming after money in a pool." So let's put out a casting call and see who's out yeah. there. And probably the parents were like, "Here's our baby." Yeah. So it, it seems like kind of a frivolous lawsuit. But they, you know, rich people say like, when you make money like that, people come out of the woodwork every possible way to try and get some money from you. Yeah. Hey there, Amber here. Are you in dire need of trying to reach Mitch and Mike? Or maybe just want to be a part of the show? Well, it's easy. You could log on to twomenwithamike.com. That's the number two. And go to the About section, where you'll find all the ways to contact Mitch and Mike. You can email them at the number twomenwithamike at gmail.com. At the bottom of any episode on Spotify, you can hit the leave a message link or write a comment. Oh my. So what did, what did you guys, what did, what did you do this weekend? It looked like you were, Gallon was having fun. Yeah, it's heartbreaking, dude. I can't take it anymore, to be honest. It's totally messing me up. But... Well, I'm, 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 I'm glad that he's graduated to Doritos. Yes, my my son discovered Doritos, and so he's moved on from the immaturity of Cheetos to the full <laughs> maturity of Doritos. <laughs> now you just gotta gotta <laughs> gotta introduce him to Bean Dip, and then yeah. he'll be a he'll be a real man. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was proud of him, and it's funny he goes in the kitchen and grabs the Doritos bag and brings it out to me like, "All right, you know, <laughs> give me some." <laughs> 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 everything is wonderful between gowan and i and and i have a fantastic time with him and um he too and uh that's great but this thing of his mom picking him up and taking him away from this house and taking him home like it's getting worse because um especially our summer's so hot like we gowan my son was in the yard yesterday from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. Um, Is that tree like grown over and shady right now? Yeah, actually, we're really lucky because it's freaking hot here right now. Um, but that tree provides a lot of shade. So it's actually a good place for him to play. And then he's, that pool I got him, I bought him a fairly big swimming pool. It, it's deep enough that he could swim in it. And um, he loves it. He just like you fill that up. Isn't that filled with air? No, it's just a garden hose. Oh no, I I mean the construction of it. Well, yeah, we had to. I had to blow up part of it. Did you use a bike pump or did you like 
blow it up. I tried to use the pump. It didn't work. So I ended up just blowing it up myself. Oh, my God. How long did that take? A long time. I'll tell you a funny story, though. Yesterday, <laughs> I got him like a, one of those inner tubes for like a pool float inflatable for the water, you know, like a donut. Uh huh. So he loves that. And he's splashing all around on that. And then all of a sudden, like he picked it up and he just bit a hole in it. And, <laughs> and, like, the whole inner tube like deflated. And then when it was deflated, he cried. <laughs> and, and I was like, son, you, if you bite a hole in it, it's going to deflate. That's going to ruin it. And I was like, I'm sorry, but you know, like we can't, it, that's ruined now. Now we can't use that. And he was all, <laughs> well, he just learned a lesson, right? I was like, okay, yeah, but just don't bite, bite it. And I was like, <laughs> I, I ran to Instacart and I ordered him a new inner tube. And it came within like an hour or two. So he still had, so, he, and then I blew up that inner tube, which for me with no lung capacity, being old is actually really hard. And I, and I blew up this new inner tube for him and I handed it to him. And the first thing he did was bite a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was funny, dude. He's a funny kid. I love him. I mean, well, that was that was his last inner tube, huh? Last inner tube, though. And I was like, Gavin, if you bite holes in them, that you know it ruins them. You you got to stop that. And he was just doing it anyway. But um, <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Dad, you didn't learn your lesson the first time. If you buy an inner tube, I'm gonna bite a hole in it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop buying inner tubes. Yeah, he's yeah. It was funny. My life is my son. I, I I just serve my son. That's my whole life now, which I'm grateful to do. But so I've I've told my ex-wife, just come back and live in the house so that um, he my son has his mom and dad there, and then he has a big house, and then he has air conditioning in here, and then he has a bigger backyard in a better neighborhood with a pool outside. And so what's the best thing for Gowan? The best thing for Gowan is if he was in this house growing up in a house, as opposed to the tiny little place that, that she has him in. Um, and we can just be platonic friends and, uh, and just focus on um, taking care of Gowan, you know, like just move back in. It'll be like you're a roommate. Um, and, but we'll be there for Gowan and Gowan gets a better place to live. Um, do it for Gowan, you know, but she never will. Um, so yeah, but that, it just kills me, dude. It just, every time she picks him up and takes him home and then he's upset, um, I just die. And, and, it, and it, I just don't get it. I'm never gonna, well, actually, I'm not gonna go into all of it, but I'm pretty sure I know why my wife did what she did. And it, it's all bad news. Like she, that, <laughs> Dude, yeah. if there's karma or judgment really in the world, and I would be scared if I was my ex-wife. I, <laughs> I really, yeah, would. yeah. There's, the, I, I, you know, I, I got a, I got an ex or two like that too. So yeah, it's um, insane what she did and and uh, continues to do, and um, I don't think there are good reasons for it, and, and it's certainly not in the best interest of our son. Okay. I better stop or I'll just go on and on about this. Thing. Okay. Well, no, no worries. One of the, 
with one of the great things about summer though is is all the movies you know that are out i was just i was just thinking yesterday it's like god this is an awesome time there's so many so many new things hitting the the you know online and at the movies and 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 all that kind of stuff and i know you and i did a movie review last episode and that's where you were talking about that story where where you were all like we were all like hey come watch a show with us and then then you came on and you were like well i know we're gonna watch this but how about battleship (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um we ended up i ended up after you said that because i'd already seen battleship a couple times um i i watched battleship again because you brought it up and um i watched a a couple other movies too um as well so it uh, i'm i'm getting back into the groove of of movies cuz there's a lot of i haven't got to see indiana jones yet though i'm waiting for amber for that one don't bother <laughs> <laughs> i think you're going to be disappointed if you bother with it yeah well i'm going to see it i'm just going to wait for amber and Maybe we'll get her take on it as a younger generation versus you remember we we fell in love with Indiana Jones as kids in high school in the 80s. We went to the movies last night and uh, saw one I told you about called um, The Sound of Freedom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did that's... you see that one? No, but that's a hugely important film. Uh, yeah. And I've heard a, a lot about... Uh the controversy because basically that film is about child trafficking and child trafficking is real. Meanwhile, they've been interviewing the guy that that movie is based on. And of course it's all true. Child trafficking is really real. They traffic children all over the place for everything from sex to, uh, to slave labor, uh, to human sacrifice for the devil and uh, well they were saying in the movie you know like at the end you know how they give you stuff on it or even as part of it in the movie yeah they were saying that there are more people in slavery now in the world than there were when slavery was legal mm-hmm. yep so true. uh yeah they also said um you know kind of like at the end if you stay to the end of the movie, it's put shows up and said, you know, special message and, you know, at right after the credits kind of deal. And, um, the, you know, the, the main character of the movie stays on and, you know, kind of does a monologue and talks about it. And he tells the story of that, um, you know, they got turned down by they actually, he, he says that they actually made the movie two years ago. Yeah. And that, um, they got turned or maybe they put it up on the writing, but he, but he just, he, he talks about, he gives a little mono monologue about, you know, kind of like, Hey, share this story. There's a, there's a, um, if you go to uh, the sound of freedom.com, there's a where there's a sort of spot where you can get free tickets if you can't afford them. And they encourage everybody to pay it forward. So they're encouraging people to, you know, buy other people tickets to the movie yeah because it's it's being put out by angel what is it angel productions or something yeah because um they so they first took it to well actually what they said was disney owned the rights 
to this movie mm-hmm. and they had no intention of releasing it. And then Angel Productions bought it from Disney and they took it to like the big three, like um, Netflix, Amazon, and uh, somebody else. And none of them, none of them would, would uh, put it out. Wow. And, and so then they, Angel angel productions or whatever they just bought or or had they had enough money to stick it in uh like 2600 theaters and you know then they they just put you know that 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 thing on the end about paying it forward and and you know sharing it with uh, you know send tickets to other people and 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 you know that sort of thing and um so, you know, that's, that's how they're getting the word out there. But, you know, it was one of those movies where at the end, and it's been a long time since I've been in a theater when this happened, everybody clapped. Wow, that's so good. Yeah, everybody clapped at the end of the movie. And, you know, it's based on a true story. It's based on a real person. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's based on a father, but it's based on a father who who just had enough, you know? Yeah. And, and, and he went and did some, did he solve the problem? Absolutely not. Right. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a $150 billion industry child trafficking. So obviously yeah. one man's not going to solve the issue, but um, you know, it's again, it's called the sound of freedom. And if you go, go to uh, the sound of freedom.com, you can, you can read about it. You can you can find out about it. Um, there's resources for tickets to go see it. They're not even trying to make money off it. They're just trying to get the awareness out there. Yeah. That's why there's 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 avenues for free tickets, you know, and and that sort of thing. But um, you know, it was it was a true story about a brother and sister and what they went through as as being stolen from their father and um what 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 he went through and and what this um uh i think he was a homeland security agent i'm not real i i think he was with home homeland security what he went through to um reunite that family and 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 all of that and you know it, it it's it's an amazing story it's a you know it's not a, you're not going to walk out of there going, Oh, I'm so happy. I mean, you're, you're, you're grateful that the family does get reunited, but I, I mean, it's a, it's, it's going to kick your ass. That's what I was going to ask. Um, but so is it brutal? Like the, are the children totally abused and stuff? Well, obviously they don't show, they don't show that happening, you know, they're 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 respectful and tasteful on that but you know like a good movie you read between the lines you know but um they focus you know they they show the kids and stuff but um you know it it um they don't they're smart enough to not actually show a child being abused but um it, it i mean it's so it's so important devastating i mean i mean they they showed some live i can't remember i think it's at the end of the movie 
during the credits. Yeah. They show some live uh, security camera footage of of kids getting abducted. Like, there's this one. I mean, it's live footage, right? So there's these people on a motorcycle. Yeah. And then there's, like, three kids playing in the street, you know, like we used to do. Yeah. And this uh, these people on the motorcycle, they, they ride up. A person gets off the back of the motorcycle. They're, you know goes over to the youngest kid, just grabs him, throws him on the motorcycle, and then gets on so the kid's squished between the two people, and they ride off. Oh, my God. Right there, while the other kids are playing with him. Dude. And the other kids are like, hey, what the hell? And they run after him. Yeah. But they're on a motorcycle. Oh, that's and, sad, man. You know, they show one where a lady is sleeping. I guess she was homeless, but uh, sleeping with her baby or whatever. And a person just goes and, and like sits down next to the sleeping person and slowly pulls the baby away, takes the baby and just walks off. Oh, God. You know, and, you know, they show some other ones like that, too, where where it shows people just pulling up and grabbing a kid off the street and just dragging them in the van right there in front of everybody. I mean, it it, it happens so fast. And every you know everybody has that pause of wait what what the hell is going on, and by the time they react they're gone. Oh dude. So um, and those were live you know security footage. Yeah. And uh, so it, it it was it was an extremely impactful. Um, it 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 you know Jen, as we're leaving this this theater she's like. We got to go to Australia and get Amber. <laughs> yeah, me worry about my son now too. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm always protecting him, but yeah, disgusting yeah. that that this has been going on and that it's still going on. And thank God a movie like this is here to you know put a spotlight on it. Yeah, it's it's um, you definitely you you want to you want to go to the soundoffreedom.com and um learn about it i'm sure there's all kinds of um you know stuff out there i'll i'll make sure there's some links um you know in our description so if you go to our our podcast description you can just click you know on the whatever uh app you where, where we have the brief description of this episode yeah. there'll be some links and people can click on those and find out um, if you have the means, um, definitely go and see it. If you don't go, go to the sound of and, and they'll assist you. And, you know, if you do have the means to see this movie, um, pay it forward, right. Um, buy a friend a ticket, something like that. Um, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it's just like, Wow. Wow. Um, you know, but it was done well. Um, had some good action, had some good fights, um, you know, had some guns, people shooting at each other. Um, so, you know, it had all the elements that you and I like. It, it had some psychological stuff in it, too, where where the um, the the Homeland Security guys trying to flip a pedophile Mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that so you know had some good psychological stuff and it 
it was just really cool. That's good. The synopsis, I looked it up on Box Office Mojo to see how it's doing financially. The incredible true story of a former government agent turned vigilante who embarks on a dangerous mission to rescue hundreds of children from sex traffickers. And it's a true story. And our our media's, the fake news response to this is, you're crazy, that stuff doesn't happen. (laughs) And the the real guy who was in this movie is running around giving interviews to people who will take him. ABC's not going to interview him because they're busy telling you that movie's a lie. Um. But he's been running around. It's not. It's all documented. You know, it, it was a real law enforcement thing. It is a real law enforcement thing. It's all documented. There's years and years and years and years of it. Articles written about it. All this stuff. And so for our fake news to, under the orders of our corrupt government, to like pop up and try to dissuade you from seeing it by telling you it's not true is just the grossest lie in the world i think everybody knows that though um i think everybody's pretty much totally lost faith in the united states government at this point um, yeah well they uh um he 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 had to quit his job to finish it so i mean to complete the mission he he, he went out his his boss agreed to let him go over there um do it but then when he didn't like produce any results quick enough um they said no the mission's over shut it down and and he he just told his boss f you that's good thank god there are some heroes out there you know i'm glad you went to go see that and i hope everyone sees it and i hope everyone knows child trafficking's real and they they do their best to combat it you know yeah yeah it's it's um you know it's it's sad that in this day and age of, of where we're supposed to be um, evolution wise, right. As a race that, that something like that has to happen. Yeah. You know, and is happening, you know, and, and, you know, that's, you know, they don't, not all these kids that are taken are used for, um, you know, sexual stuff and, and, and all that. Some of them are just used as slave labor. Yeah. Right? That's I mean, heard, like insane slave labor right yeah. in America. Like um, they put them in factories on the night shift and it's illegal for them to be working and they're too young and they pay them nothing. They certainly don't get minimum wage and they just work them to death. Um, well, I was thinking even in the movie they did show, cause they had to go down to, columbia and stuff like that i think is where it was but you know some some place like that and um you know it they have them out farming and doing the the cocaine and and just you know doing all that stuff right i mean that you know the drug lord i mean the you know right the the drug dealers as an example they need farmers they need people to pick the crops to in order to manufacture the drugs yeah right and and people aren't going to go apply for that job (laughs) you know hey let me go look in the want ads for uh you know someone to you know harvest illegal drugs yeah 
so <laughs> they get their labor force by stealing it off the street. I've seen insane footage of these little kids, like seven years old and stuff, like carrying around ore or something. Like, I don't even know what it's like this horrible industrial scene with like steam and ugliness and everywhere. And then here's this little seven year old boy being like ordered into the heat to like pick up a cauldron filled with like, I don't know, molten metal or something. And then like, you know, just carry it on his shoulders back over to a certain place and it, it it was disgusting dude i mean just a little kid um it's disgusting we have to rescue the children we yeah. have to save the children in fact yeah. we'd say that's the priority for the human race and some say all the crap that we're going through right now which looks like the end times from the bible we're being punished by god for allowing harm to come to children yeah, there's a there's a there's a good couple of quotes in the in the movie, and I I like that they explain the title of the movie and stuff. But there's some good there's there's a couple of good. You have that pulled up in there. Does it does it give the quote about God's children on there? Uh, no, this is just box office mojo, which tells you um, how it's doing at the box office financially. And go to go to the link of the like. Does it have a link or just do go to soundoffreedom.com. Okay. While we're talking about this, I literally just watched a bird devour a worm. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the cycle of life is brutal. Yeah. I'm trying. I, to I, I watched it kill it, and I don't know where he got it from, but it was a little bit out of control. So it like flew down to the ground and like pecked at it a couple times and got it readjusted and then flew it back up on the fence and swallowed it. Whoa, dude. It's brutal. It's brutal. I, I But I guess Eve ate the apple and so the frequency of our vibration was lowered and, and now we eat lambs. But in the future, we'll be doing better spiritually and the frequency of our vibration will be raised. And um, the lion will lay with the lamb. Yeah. One day. I hope so, man. Um, gosh, I'm. I don't. I nothing popped up under sound. Oh, here we go. Sound of. Oh, wait. The sound of freedom. Um. Oh, the sound of freedom. Okay, let's try that. Yeah, the sound of freedom. Com. I didn't even finish typing it. It popped up. Pay it forward for sound for sound of freedom, angel. It's um, yeah. When you type type in the soundoffreedom.com, the first thing I got was, you know, the top one says, "Pay it forward, sound of freedom." Sound of freedom is a true story film that exposes the darkness of child trafficking. A federal agent saves a boy from traffickers, but his sister is still out there i'll put the link um on our stuff but what i wanted to find was um there was a quote um but yeah if you can't can't afford tickets they'll help you 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 can claim free tickets that's good yeah um okay i can't find it but uh, i'm sure people will be able to i hope they will i hope they'll support this film 
and I hope child trafficking will be ended forever. So, um, their goal was two million tickets. Yeah. Right. They've now given seven million, or you know, sold seven million over seven million tickets. So they're at three hundred and fifty-three percent of their goal. Oh, fantastic! So, um, yeah, all the all the big money-making studios like Disney and Netflix and and Amazon all turned this movie down. Wow! Um, or wouldn't let it get Disney shelved it for two years. And uh, Angel Studios got a hold of it, pursued it, didn't give up, and now it's out. And, um, you know, hopefully, yeah, I mean, it's going to raise the awareness. It's an important film. It's a good film. Um, you know, it, it like I said, it, it is kind of hard to watch. It's kind of like reality tv you know and yeah, stuff that's what i heard well actually i was watching alex jones and and he said he tried to go with his wife and his wife couldn't handle it and so she wanted to leave after i don't know how long but because it was too dark and depressing and overwhelming and she was like i can't take it so i guess it's a powerful film but it could be upsetting to people but we probably need to be upset so we can save these children, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you think of, I, I, you know, I'm sure if you dig into this, uh, the sound of freedom, um, angel studios, um, I'm sure there's, there's ways to help besides the awareness. But what I can tell you is these folks aren't, aren't trying to, you know, make money they're trying to make awareness yeah and i i would not take a child to this movie yeah um they are they are not gonna understand and they may live in fear the rest of their life now they need to be cautious yeah but um you know i would i i, I would say you know you could probably maybe 13 and up Okay. You know, um, you know, that sort of thing. Um, unfortunately, the victims in this story are, you know, newborns to, to like 14 year olds and stuff. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know, you don't want to, you know, cause people some emotional trauma. Yeah, and, and they, you know, there's 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 other ways to educate them. Yeah, and, and stuff, but you know, for us adults in the world, um, you know, it should be a requirement, actually. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it should be like, you know, oh, you turned twenty one, you have to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before you can drink alcohol. Yeah. You know, it's scary, dude, because you're like, what can we do about it? And um, the truth of the matter is because the United States government and the corporations that run them are the ones behind the child trafficking. Um, they, uh, oh, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, 
so like you're like what can i do about this and so like then you go to like i don't know the child protection agency or something and you're like you give them the information and and uh you're like oh good now this organization uh you know knows about this child and and um they can do something about it for example um there's a guy named John Podesta who was big in government. He's been hiding um, because <laughs> he, his brother, who's part of his group, the Podesta group, and they're all like best friends with Hillary Clinton. Um, they, uh, they got busted kind of like, it was sort of crazy because I, I believe they're just so arrogant and they think they're so far above the law that they're untouchable. And so far they are like the, our, our agencies and stuff like the FBI, they're just protecting, um, uh, child traffickers. But John Podesta's brother had, um, uh, pedophilic art at his house. It was like paintings of little kids in bondage and stuff and uh, getting spanked and things like that. And um, th so then like some magazine went to his house and they were like, here's Mr. Podesta's house. He's such a cool guy and he's so financially successful and he's a big art collector and here's his art. And like, it was all pedophilia. It was all little kids in sexual positions and um, yeah, it was all bad news. So there right now there's a huge campaign to normalize pedophilia. And um, especially in California, they're 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 really pushing this. So I think they thought maybe running that article and showing the Podesta paintings of child pornography. Um, I think they thought, well, this is a step towards getting the public to accept it, so we can finally just be openly pedophiles. But it it had the opposite effect, and it it, it blew up. People were pissed, and. Um, John Podesta for that and a lot of other reasons just went into hiding. John Podesta was also um, shown attending satanic rituals. And I, I saw the footage of John Podesta at the satanic ritual with the Satanist. And so, and then he's into, and then he's a pedophile. And um, so uh, many years ago, the government was like, oh my God, there's child trafficking. Now they say there isn't any because they're busted, but um, but they were like, oh my God, there's child traffic. We trafficking. We we better develop a system so that we can track children, and uh, and then if there's a problem, we'll know everything about them. We'll know exactly where they are, and and we'll be able to get them because we'll just track all the children. So they impl they implemented the Amber Alert system, which is still around, I think. Yeah, we have Amber Alert. But that was developed by because a parents of a girl named Amber went uh, on the campaign to get that developed. Right. So they implemented it. Our government implemented it. And um, child trafficking went up 300 percent. And that is because you're like, oh, well, we got to do something about this. I'm going to go to the government. They have the Amber Alert, the child trafficking. They're trying to help the children. Here's all the information about the child. And then the government's like, great. Oh, OK. Hey, Sam, Bill. Uh, this child's over in Nashville, Tennessee right now. He's at the park. Can you guys grab the van and just go kidnap him? They, <laughs> they actually used Amber Alert tracking children. They used that information to find the children and kidnap them. 
How do you know that, though? I mean, this is like some serious. I mean, um, I just I saw a video about it on band.video uh, done by a guy named Greg Reese. Um, and he goes through the whole thing, man. Like, here's here's the history of this. Here's the document that shows it. Like, um, here's what happened with Amber Alert. And so I could I could send you a link for that video or anybody who's interested, go to band.video and look under Greg Reese and it's right there. So here too, like um, I, I, none, nothing that I say is, is um, not backed by evidence. That's what's so alarming about it. Um, like if, if I just tuned into Alex Jones and Alex Jones was like the government's child traffickers and they didn't show documents and police cases and like photographs and videos, I'd be like, oh, this guy's making it up. But they they show the evidence. Um, so that's where I saw it was like Greg Reese at band.video. Um, that's did... that's you said band.video. Is it is it band B A N D E D? Um B A N N E D dot video. Uh yeah, band.video. Um dot com. Yeah. Okay. And uh yeah, check out that Greg Reese report. I can I can look it up and here, I'll send it to you really quick. No, that's okay, Mike. I, I just, my point was I wanted you to say all that on the air, right? So that, uh, yeah, well, so that it doesn't, does, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound like you're just spouting your opinion. I just wanted you to share where you got the, uh, yeah, it's, you know what I mean? The, the stuff so that, like you said, people can, can, can look at it for themselves, but you know, otherwise, it's just like you said, you're just like Alex Jones, right? Oh, he's just making that up. But if you're like, no, go here and, um, you know, see for yourself yeah. what's going on. That's what I was getting at. That's that's why I was prodding you to to uh, share that so that well, I'll make sure that's on there. So it's like, no, it's not Mike's opinion. It's go look for yourself. No, nothing. All the crazy stuff, devil worship, all this crap I know about now. Um, it's none of it is my opinion. None of it is based on some talking head just saying, oh, there's devil worshipers. Um, it's all like, nope, here's video of the devil worshipers. Here's a photograph of the devil worshipers. Here's a document about the devil worshipers. Here's a legal thing about the devil. You know, it, um, so I don't want it to be true. I, 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 uh, but what I've said and repeated um, is completely supported by solid evidence. And you can get a lot of that at band.video.com. Yeah, it's, it's Alex Jones, Infowars.com or band.video.com or madmaxtv.com. They all go to the same place. And then there's a guy and he makes like um, five minute videos, like five to 10 minute videos filled with all the evidence. His name is Greg Reese and he has his, own section on the band.video website and in five minutes he does like these summations of what's up and uh yeah he just did one the other day about the podestas and the clintons and developing amber alert and how amber alert actually increased the number of kidnapped kids um so yeah so the point the point of that is it's not mike's opinion it's not mike's um you know just spouting off because aliens abducted him and he's wearing a foil hat <laughs> you know he's he he actually has gone out and he's found found the evidence 
to back up what he's saying. So, you know, like with all of this stuff, you know, check out, you know, the sound of freedom, um, check out all, all, all the other stuff. Um, you know, we, we have, we have the ability, you know, I'm not going to get in a helicopter and fly through the jungle and start shooting at rebels, you know, but, you know, we, we have the power of awareness and then, you know, we do have a system where, you know, you can put the right people in the right place, but you know, you, you have to decide for yourself. Yeah. What, what that is each individual person. I don't know what to do. I, I would say watch your kid be with your kid like twenty four seven. That's what I'm doing, and um, that's really the best thing you can do. Because like a lot of these agencies where you would try to get their help, like I said, are actually child traffickers. So just watch your kid. Um, I think that's all changed anyway. Uh, like when I was a kid, I remember I was four years old. And my dad, I would just walk out of the house, go walk, you know, down the street and and go over to the park by myself at four years old and like play all day at the park and then like walk home. And my my parents were never around um, and they were okay letting me do that. And I mean, it was just a different world when you and I were growing up now. Yeah. Never consider allowing my son to play in the park alone. Um, I don't even let him go in the backyard alone. Like I, I sit with him and watch him while he's playing wherever he is. Um, yeah. so, I don't know. I would just watch your children um, and, and then, you know, don't participate with the government really. Um, that's all you can do. I think, I mean, you can protest or I don't know. You can research it. You can make videos, you can blog, you could have your own channel. Um all that stuff. But I don't know what else to do about it except like watching your kids like a hawk, you know? Yeah, being a being an involved parent. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, know. Um yeah, it's you know, there these people there's people out there that will prey on people's weaknesses, on their greed, right? Everybody says, Oh, I want my child to be a star. Yeah. You know. Oh, come to this casting call, you know. Oh, Don't ever let anybody take your kids somewhere without you being present. I saw a whole documentary on that. Hollywood's exposed now. They're all pedophiles and devil worshippers. And uh, one of the biggest places for pedophiles to get kids is Hollywood. That's what they do, dude. And it and it, but it starts with the kid. And I saw a whole documentary on it where they had hidden cameras and they caught like all these. Um, producers and it was all that like hey we want our kid to be on nickelodeon and they're like that's great i'm gonna just take your kid in the back room right now and uh some parents even allowed it they were like okay well it's so important that my son become a star i'm just gonna go ahead and let that producer hose him so it's i i would stay away from hollywood like or if you do go in there then you got to be with your kid the whole time and i wouldn't even say go in there like why participate with a completely corrupt system like hollywood you know why even help it except well what it is is money they're just like yeah but no hollywood's bad dude hollywood's like pedophile land it's definitely something you know that touched a nerve and you know being a parent myself um 
I, I, I can tell you that, that I'd be flipping my lid if that had happened. You hurt someone's child and, and you bring out a different, a different beast. I think that people, first of all, I agree with you and I feel the same way, but I think it's that way with everybody really parents. Yeah. Um, and, uh, no, I, I, yeah, it, it's actually one of those moments where it's like, I'm in spiritual conflict because like, I'm supposed to forgive and bless them and ask that I be forgiven by them and just treat them yeah. with compassion and stuff. But with something like that, I, I just see myself like, I will go to hell for this. I, I don't care. You're dead. Yeah. And, um, I guess you basically just said the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It brings up this spiritual concept of righteous anger, um, because, like, generally speaking, you're supposed to forgive and forget and turn the other cheek and help them and bless them and all that stuff. But there's a lot written in the Bible um, and a lot of different, like, spiritual um, researchers and stuff about righteous anger, where there is a place for anger to, like, an atrocity like child trafficking. Um, because it's righteous anger. And I, I I have to look into that more deeply, but there there does seem to be a little place where it's okay with God if you fucking blow away a child trafficker. Anyway, blessings to all the children. I hope they're all rescued. I hope this is all put to a stop. It's just so disgusting. Like, I mean, the world is a dark, brutal place. And... Um, there's a little part of me that's been beaten up by it so badly where I'm like, okay, if you're like, oh my God, human sacrifice for the devil. How horrible. Um, but if it's an adult, it's less horrifying. It, you know, um, even though it's terrible and it's like, you know, none of it should be happening. Um, but somehow like if it's an adult who is the victim, it's less horrifying. But when, but a child you know, an innocent child that hasn't done anything wrong yet and just wants to play and have get loved, you know? I mean, it's disgusting, dude. Uh, if it's like some adult, you're like, well, you know, he's probably a criminal anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> Matthew 18, 6. Okay. And it's, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Two Men with the Mic is produced at Close on a Hanger Studios. You can reach them at the number two menwithamic.com Amber, mom wants the hanger.